Welcome to Inform Foodie. You're listening to the best podcast on nutrition, and I'll be casting on every food topic each week to give you the building blocks you need to make food decisions for the rest of your life. Hi, I'm Di Wilkinson, and I earned my degree at UC Davis in dietetics and nutrition, and today it's all about vitamins and minerals. We discovered that vitamins and minerals were essential when two ships came across the Atlantic Ocean. One happened to have oranges on it, the other didn't. And they found that the ship without the oranges, their crews started dying, they were bleeding out, basically their cell integrity without vitamin C just melted. And so we discovered that there's something in food that's important, not just scurvy, but in minerals, rickets, and gout. All of these things were starting to occur that indicated there's something essential in food that we eat. The reason that we do need to take vitamins is because a lot of the soil by now... It's becoming more and more depleted. Maybe the plants aren't able to uptake those nutrients as well. Any type of processing that occurs, whether heat, even be sunlight. For example, pastas and milk are not as nutritious because the vitamins have broken down being exposed to light if they're in a clear package or in a clear jug. So vitamins are kind of fragile and amount of time that it takes for them to get to their destination. I was also convinced that we need to take vitamins because of a test that we did at UC Davis. So vitamin C is a readily available vitamin, and let's, for example, say we know you're full of the vitamin on three different levels. One is your blood level, so if you just drank some orange juice, I could draw your blood and see how much vitamin C you just ingested. Your body takes it up from there and saturates your tissues. So it fills up your storehouses full of any C you need, anything you can possibly hold. That's your second level. Tissue saturation, your third level is when it overspills or flows out into your urine. For our lab, the professor had us ingest about 100 times the daily dosage of recommended vitamin C. So we had to collect our urine for a full day after that, and none of the students had any of this 100 times as much C as we need ever come out in any of our urine. So that really convinced me to take a multivitamin and mineral. I want you to take a multivitamin and mineral, and when you do, you need to take it with some food. It might make your stomach upset. Again, just thinking about the fact you are eating less calories than you probably need, you're exercising, you want your body to feel optimate and ready to change. Let's look at vitamins. Most of them are found in plants. You have your fat-soluble vitamins and your water-soluble vitamins. The fat-soluble vitamins are found really near the seed of a plant. So it's that part of that really rich, fat little droplet that's really loaded with nutrients for a baby plant to grow. You also store them in your fat. That's why they're called fat-soluble. Vitamin A, D, E, and K. I'm not going to go over the purposes specifically of all of the vitamins and minerals that we have available, but I do want to just touch on a couple of things. These fat-soluble vitamins, because you do store them in your fat, could get to a toxic level. So you have subcutaneous fat all the way under your skin, all around, as we've mentioned before. And if you have a lot of beta-carotene and vitamin A, you could actually turn orange. That would be a really highly toxic level. Taking the amount that's inside of a multivitamin mineral is going to be very safe. The water-soluble vitamins I talked about, they're a little more fragile. They break down a little easier. So your body readily just uses those up. They're going in and out, breaking down. It rarely can be toxic. Only vitamin B6 could cause nerve damage if your body had way too much or an overload of that. B12 is in a lot of animal products. And so a lot of vegans, etc., should maybe take a supplement of B12, and a lot of the elderly might need extra B12. It's good for nerve function and new cell growth. Vitamins are also known as antioxidants, 
antioxidant. The free radical oxygen that's kind of floating in your body has been associated with cancer or other destructive type of processes. So vitamin A, C, E, and some selenium, those are known to kind of zap it, suck it up, and protect your body. The minerals, most of them your body uses just trace amounts of these minerals, and coupled with hydrogen and carbon, a lot of them are in protein. So a lot of minerals are going to be found in animal protein and meats. I'm going to touch on a couple of the minerals, super important. Calcium is one of them. And calcium is for your bone, your bone mass, your bone strength. The problems that we see with calcium is when osteoporosis is an issue later in life. So really it's an accumulation of the calcium, the buildup and the uptake and the usage throughout your life. When you're a child up to age 17, your body's building up that bone mass, the matrix is growing, your bone plates, the length of your bones, all of this is being built up and added into as you're a child growing up through maturity, so men up to age 22. It's real imperative that young kids get a lot of calcium. And it, you can find some calcium in plant products. It is difficult to get the 1,000 milligram a day recommendation through just plant products. Calcium is just a large mineral. There's not gonna be enough of it inside of a multivitamin mineral. If you are gonna supplement for children, talk to their pediatrician first. Calcium is used and stored in the bones, but your body uses it for muscular contraction and nerve impulses, and the body will be using the calcium you've stored in your bones to take care of those processes. So if you're not taking in calcium, then you're slowly over time leaching the calcium ions out of your bones to take care of your muscular contractions. For young women, they've built up their bone mass, and then one day when they become pregnant, they're gonna be making cartilage for the child, They'll be taking calcium supplements as well, and then later in life with low estrogen levels, their body will really be depleted, and it's a setup for osteoporosis. Weightlifting, weight-bearing will demand the bones to respond by building up and getting more solid. So weightlifting, any weight-bearing exercise really helps kind of build up that bone mass a bit too. A couple of other real important minerals, sodium and potassium. And sodium, a lot of times we've been told to watch out for that. Your body likes to even out these ions and elements in your body, like homeostasis. So if you take a lot of sodium in your diet, your body's going to take a lot of water and fluid and retain it to kind of balance out the amount of sodium you have. If you have high blood pressure, it's going to be very difficult when you're adding a lot more fluid to those miles and miles of vessels your heart needs to pump through. It's relatively harmless just to put everyone on a low sodium diet. Sodium is essential for muscle contraction. Your body works on electricity. So you have a sodium-potassium pump. It's in the liquid synapse between your nerves and your muscles. So in order for your heart to keep beating, you've got to have an electrical impulse come down. There's got to be enough sodium, not a, too much water, enough potassium, not too much potassium, to make sure that electrical impulse goes into the muscle. So this is why they're called electrolytes. It's essential to have a good balance of electrolytes. If you were digging a ditch, all day long in the hot sun, you would be taking sodium tablets to ensure that your muscles are going to keep beating. Electrolyte fluids, that's very popular, Gatorade, etc. People are drinking these if they feel like they're sweating a lot. It's important that potassium is also in them. Your body is really looking for a balance. So if you're drinking way too much water, your body is going to look for the sodium to equate, and it's inside of your body cells. 
So you're going to have some swelling of your body cells, and that's an issue if the swelling is occurring in your brain. So it goes on beyond just water toxicity. If you're having too much water, hyponatremia, and that could be fatal. And we have heard of unfortunate cases where this has occurred. So water, you want to have about two liters of water a day. They say eight glasses of eight ounces each. If you want to get real specific, it's between a half to one ounce of water per pound of your body weight every single day. So electrolytes really are an important thing to really watch in your water intake. Water does keep all your processes moving smoothly. I do encourage you to have the two liters a day. Keeps your skin healthy, keeps things lubricated. It keeps your tummy full. It helps that fiber move through. And I just really admire you for listening to this vitamin and mineral and electrolyte chat today because every day you have the chance to make your body better, to make your life richer, because we are a process of everything and accumulation of what we've done our whole life, everything we've put into it, and the movement and exercise that we get to do. So I want to thank you again so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.